0: In pretty much every election at this point and going forward, libraries are on the ballot. Sometimes literally in a proposition or ballot measure, but more often based on the candidates you vote for. From everything from local elections to presidential when we get around to that. A week from this coming Saturday, Texas is having all of its municipal elections and libraries are on the ballot. On Velshi Banned Book Club this week, Ali Velshi welcomed Shirley Robinson. She is the Texas Library Association's Executive Director. Instead of just writing Boost, write your favorite thing about libraries. Lawmakers
1: in the Texas State House have passed a bill that would ban any, quote, sexually explicit books from school libraries and even restrict, restrict material from students who have parental consent to read them. As is often the case with bills of oppression, it has an innocuous and even encouraging title. They call it the Reader Act, despite the fact that it's largely the opposite. And while Texas representatives debated the merits of literature in the chambers, educators, activists, and librarians sat on the marble floor of the Capitol Rotunda and read titles that would undoubtedly be removed from shelves, like LGBTQ plus stories of first love or painful ones exploring sexual assault. One Democratic representative argued that not all books that include sex are bad. Quote, I could have used a book about sexual assault to define what had happened to me. Sometimes our teens have to live adult lives. That's part of their experiences every single day. End quote. The bill passed in a 95 to 52 vote and now heads to the state Senate. If you drive just about an hour and a half west from the Texas Texas State Capitol building in Austin, you'll hit Llano County, it's a small community, about 22,000 residents. It's become a national symbol for ultra-conservative book censorship efforts and likely an example of things to come across the country. Local officials there threaten to close the country's multi-branch library system entirely rather than to allow books deemed, quote, pornographic filth, end quote, to remain on library shelves. At least one librarian, Suzette Baker, was fired after she refused to remove the books. And a new report from our friends at PEN America, a nonprofit dedicated to the freedom to read and write, found that book bans are on the rise across the nation. There were 1,477 cases of book removals from July to December in 2022. That's up from 1,149 cases in the previous six months. And which state had the most the, the, the most instances of book bans? 438 of them in Texas. While these numbers are alarming, they don't fully reflect what these book banning efforts mean. A number cannot show you how badly a young reader may need the poignant storytelling in David Levithan's Two Boys Kissing or the searing depiction of sexual assault in Laurie Halse Anderson's Speak, both age-appropriate Belshevan book club features. And they certainly don't reflect what it means for the thousands of librarians like Suzette Baker in Texas and across the U.S., who unwittingly become the front line of defense, risking their careers, their reputations, sometimes their personal safety in this vitriolic and unrelenting culture war. Libraries mean so much to generations of readers, parents, and communities like this Velshi Book Club member, Eva B, who emailed to tell me about her experience at her local library, writing in part, quote, I'm the ninth of ten children born to my parents in the 40s and 50s. Neither of my parents were able to go to school beyond the eighth grade because being black, they had to pick cotton in the South. My mother was equally passionate about us knowing how to read, so much so that she walked us to the library to get books to read over summer vacation. Once we read the books, we'd have to tell her what the books were about. I still hold the memories of those family discussions close to my heart, and after the discussion of all the books, she'd take us back to the library to turn the books in and grab some more. Being poor, the library was her way of keeping us entertained as well as educated, end quote. We had so many people write in with equally emotional recollections of their local library, so today's meeting of the Velshi Van Book Club will pay tribute to those deeply crucial spaces. We're focusing on librarians everywhere, and specifically in Texas. Librarians have become not just keepers of literature, but defenders of the nation's next generation. Coming are after the special edition of the Velshire Band Book Club is Shirley Robbins, an executive director of the Texas Library Association. Uh, Shirley, thanks for being with us. I want to start by getting your reaction to the bill that we were just talking about that was passed in the Texas House, targeting so-called sexually explicit books. The name of the bill, the things that it targets, sound popular, uh, they sound like things that would have popular appeal, but it is censorship.
0: It absolutely is censorship. We have worked tirelessly over the last few months with our lawmakers and elected officials here in the state to make sure that um, the aim of this bill is not going to create restrictions and getting reading materials into the hands of students. So there are a couple of elements that we are still working on with our lawmakers here in Texas. Um, One would be a rating system that would be very um, challenging for book vendors to implement universally um, across the Um, the distribution of books into our school libraries. um, It's going to create a lot of chaos and confusion. Um, A couple of other elements would just really um, increase the timeline um, for making sure that libraries are able to provide AP materials to complement what's happening in the classroom, making sure that the latest book in a series is available for our avid readers in our schools. So lots of concerning elements um, that we're really trying to work with our lawmakers on, but are going to create a lot of complications for education in the state of Texas. How do you answer the
1: question when people say this is about filth and? pornography and sexually explicit material how do you make that distinction that a the stuff that they're calling pornography and filth sometimes is experiential and that readers may need to know about other people's experiences and secondly we're sort of not in that era that we're supposed to be doing that we do actually have a, a first amendment we do have the ability to to write things and people have the, the choices to take them from a library or not take them from a library we are it's, it's freedoms that we're removing here
0: that's absolutely right. And, and first and foremost, we have to remember that librarians are trained professionals. They have master's degrees in library science. They operate under um, industry standards that are approved by their locally elected boards um, to make sure that a collection reflects the unique and diverse needs of that particular community. So it really is all about local decision-making and making sure um, that students have access to the books that they need in the time that they need them. You know, it, it's really important to know that a parent has the ultimate right to choose and to work with their child to to ensure that the values of their family are reflected in the materials that their student is reading, but they don't have the right to choose and determine what other parents students read. So it is a very subjective um, definition of building pornography. It is denigrating the profession um, for librarians. Uh, they're being called names that no professional should ever, or anyone should ever be called. Um, and it really needs to stop, and we need the public to make sure that they are in conversation with their librarians and supporting them in this very, very challenging time.
1: You wrote an op-ed for the Austin American Statement. The Statesman. Entire, uh, it was entitled, Book Bans Are About Winning Elections, Not Protecting Children. In it, in it you write, the Texas Library Association won't be silent while the rights of parents and students are chipped away under the guise of protecting kids we refuse to go about our jobs as professional educators and librarians dedicated to the advancement of knowledge uh, are targeted for criminal punishment just for doing their work let's just talk about that and the tenor you just described that the change in in the tenor toward librarians who very much like other officials including teachers and and, um election workers don't get in it to be in some sort of a culture war they are it's the advancement of knowledge it's quite simple They, they, they sort of understand the complexity about knowledge being not one party or not or not not you know not not biased it's just knowledge
0: that's absolutely right. And, you know, we know that libraries are places of voluntary inquiry. Um, this is the the one of the last three public spaces where individuals can go in and they can find materials to answer whatever questions are in their minds. Um, librarians are one of the most trusted professions. And unfortunately, in a time where we, we're seeing record shortages in workforce and educators leaving the profession, we're seeing that with librarians as well. Um, there's a lot of chaos and confusion um, in the profession. Right now, we're seeing individuals who are they are afraid for their jobs. They are being attacked on social media. Simply, we are doing their jobs um, without any sort of agenda? They're just following their professional training and and their approved policies. Um, we're seeing individuals approached, you know, in places in their community and um, called names. So it's a really, really challenging time um, for the profession, and um, you know, we we really need to turn down the temperature on this conversation and make sure that we're able to protect these really important tenets of our democracy, the First Amendment.
1: Uh, our producer, Hannah Hollins, found an interesting image from a local library in New Jersey. I want to put it up. It's a little hard to read, uh, but it's, it's titled Tough Topics, and it includes... Uh, topics like bankruptcy, the loss of a child, rape, and suicide. And at the bottom, in small print, hard to see, it says everything uh, you want to know but don't really want to ask. As librarians, we're not here to judge. We're here to help. This is an important part of books with tough topics, that you can go to the library and take the book out. If you can find it, you can take it out, and you don't have to have the conversation with anyone if you don't want to have it. Uh, this library in New Jersey was making that point, that we're here to serve when it comes to tough topics, not
0: to judge. That is so true. Our, Especially our public libraries and our school libraries are really places of um, escape and, and a connection to the world. Um, public libraries in particular offer incredible services to their communities, things that you, you wouldn't normally think of. It's not just a place to go pick up your next great book, but it's also a place to get help doing your taxes or to find access to grief counseling, um, you know, even to um, just be able to talk to someone about a really tough situation that you might be facing and to find connection to a book or a resource or a community service that you might not have known about. Um, so we absolutely have to protect our libraries and our librarians and Know that um, their reach, especially in our small rural communities, is so incredibly important. It really is the life and the heart of the community, both in a school and for a public library. We see things like telehealth resources being offered in some of our small um, public rural libraries across the state. So those are incredibly, incredibly vital resources. Shirley, thanks so much for your time and the work uh, that you are doing at the Texas Library
1: Association. Of course, our great thanks to libraries and librarians across the country. Shirley is the executive director of the Texas Library Association. Thank you.